today is the next series of uh, ICF Switzerland uh, interviews and we have a very interesting guest today, Matthias, who is uh, usually on the other side, so the one who is doing the interviews. So Matthias, how it is to be on the interviewee side? Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's quite different to be honest because uh, I like asking questions and it's I believe it's easier for me to ask questions than to be the interviewee <laughs> but uh, look forward great so um, we got to know each other through the ICF and you are the ICF uh, Zurich uh, subchapter leader True. what else can you tell us about yourself what you would like uh, our listeners to know about you yeah maybe I can present myself in a nutshell so I'm a married father of two children I studied initially psychology in Zurich and Lausanne. Afterwards, I went into HR. I started in a bank, BNP Paribas. The financial crisis just started when I joined. I hope not because of me. <laughs> and after five years, I joined an industrial company still in HR, where I had several positions. And since two years, I'm more and more getting into coaching and more and more into people development, which is my passion, actually. Yeah, I believe that's more or less about me. Otherwise, I play the electrical guitar if I have some spare time and play soccer, football. Great. And uh, you mentioned that your studies, um, at least your first education, uh, lies in the uh, psychology, right? It's mm. in social psychology. True. That's probably not the most common background for the coaches, the, starting from the psychology. How do you think it impacts you as a coach or your path to coaching? I believe it has a big impact. I mean, when I studied psychology, I did a real deep dive in anything within psychology, in really anything, be it uh, psychological diagnostics or uh, even statistics. I was so passionate about all these and I read so many things and, and asked so many questions and I believe it has a, a big impact. and. And I mean, it's certain topics, they they really connect well with coaching, for example, emotional intelligence or motivational topics or basic understandings about people, uh, about human beings, be it perception, be, be it uh, cognitive biases and so on. It, I believe it has a really, really big impact. And I think probably one of the common questions people ask when they search for coaching or they reflect if they need one, what is the difference between uh, uh, psychology session, psychological session and coaching? So with your background, how, how would you see that? Yeah, I mean, I would say your question goes into what's the difference between psychotherapy or maybe psychological counseling and coaching. And there's a clear separation between the two things that comes from ICF Global, which is very clear. So coaching looks more on the on, on, on the development aspects, is uh, focusing on people who have a, a solid ground, right? So we don't discuss psychological troubles. And if we see that or if we identify that, or also if we see that the coachee doesn't make any progress, we should uh, refer them to a specialist. And I believe that's the big difference. And as a psychologist, I, I have actually studied uh, all the psychological troubles, so all the disorders 
I have an idea about them. I have had even an internship in in a, in a psychiatry in a clinic, and I decided to to go in in a different area. Mm. So I, I, I took a clear decision, and yeah, whenever I realize the coach doesn't make any progress, or whenever there's a sign of anything, I I uh, put it on the table and we talk about it. And what is important for you as a coach? For me as a coach, <laughs> what is important for me as a coach? So the 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 basics, the the fundamental thing is uh, having an, a, re, a relationship based on trust to have an open communication about what are the goals i mean that's to have this uh, kind of relationship i believe there's where things start anyway in any human relationship and afterwards where i put put a big focus on is to have to get clarity where are we in the process what are the goals are we still working on the goals maybe they change in the meantime and uh, to really to uh, accompany the process, to, to lead also a little bit the process together with the coachee, of course. I always ask, uh, is this still the right thing, what you want to do? And uh, I, I see that as my, as my role. So that's very important for me. And also the confidentiality. I mean, that's also an ICF standard. That's really important for me also when I work with corporate clients. Mm. And how would you describe your style of coaching? My style of coaching, I believe it's based on my experience from corporate world, from HR. I have lots of experience with different people on different levels. So I can have like a wealth of experience where I can, uh, yeah, which is helpful. And the other thing I believe I'm, yeah. I believe I ask a lot of questions, of course, but I'm very structured. That's what I, in the beginning, I wasn't aware of that, but I believe I'm very structured. <laughs> and that's what uh, certain clients appreciate. And the other thing is my scientific background. So I have this psychological background. And that's another thing which is really helpful. And what type of typical clients come to you and what are the topics? So typical clients will be, for example, people who are in a, in a turning point in their career. They feel that they want to do something different, but don't have a clue what to do. They are not really sure, are they on the right track? Maybe they, they have a successful career, but nevertheless, they feel kind of empty or not really happy. And uh, yeah, that will be a typical client. Another typical client will be somebody who is just promoted into a leadership role. So who is in transition and not sure, for example, how can I bring on board my team? Or how can I communicate with the stakeholders? What can I do with regards to organizational development? How can I balance my uh, business life with my family life? So that would be a typical client. And is coaching for everyone? It's coaching for everyone, but I would say the niche is relatively clearly uh, at the moment, at least, is on business. So uh, a big part is also corporate clients that have employees or leaders for whom they ask to they ask development centers or development measures or coaching. Mm -hmm. But also some private clients. It's it's a, a nice plant. Good. 
And uh, coming back probably to to Switzerland, the mm-hmm. <laughs> coaches. Um, how do you see this Swiss market from coaches' point of view, but also from from clients' point of view? What probably differentiates Switzerland from from other markets? What are the challenges? Mm-hmm. What are the uh, the interesting things happening here? Well, if the Swiss market is really a little bit different because especially in the in the big hubs like Zurich, it's very international. Um, I believe that's a big difference. So, for example, we coach in English, which probably would be the case if you are a coach in, I don't know, in a mid-sized town in Germany or in, in another uh, country. And it's really multi-language. So we have different language, we have different cultures, we have people who come here, expatriates, and we have these big multinational companies, which is uh, really nice to be here. And so that's a bit from the market. I believe there are a lot of coaches for the clients. It's not easy to find the right quality, and that's why the ICF credentials are so important to separate, to really be a, a unique selling point and to differentiate yourself from coaches because the the label coach is not protected and you are saying that it's sometimes difficult for the clients to to find the right coach so somebody would come to you and ask look you are in this area i think i need a coach how do i choose one yeah so what what would you say How, how how should i choose a coach i believe it's really not easy for clients to make the to really identify what's the right coach and who can really help me. So what the first step I would recommend is to have criteria, to have clear criteria, six or seven, what do I really need? And then for example, does the coach have the right experience? Does the coach have the the right track record? Another thing is of course the the feeling, do I feel well with the coach? Is my, my gut feeling good? Another thing would be the pricing. Another thing would be the education. So is it a serious education? Is it somebody with with uh, sufficient experience? Uh, means coaching hours, but also sen- seniority. And also if, if I was a leader, I would like to have a coach with some experience in the field at least. And uh, maybe also ask for a reference. Maybe they can give you a reference. So that would be my approach as a client. Mm-hmm. And how will you check for the, um, if you don't have any specific reference? And uh, I mean, you know, when you're in ICF, you, you have clear understanding of different type of um, uh, the level of certifications or the type of mm. educations you have. But as a client, probably you are not aware and you are probably not specifically interested in detailed research mm. of the schools. So mm. you said it's important to check the credentials, the experience. What would be the easiest way for someone outside of coaching experience to check the, the validity the, uh, of, of the coach? So, I mean, again, ICF credentials are, of course, a very simple way of checking. Yeah. yeah. And afterwards, I would also always recommend to to uh, have a chemistry session with two or three coaches to really see the difference. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I, uh, that's what I would recommend. And coming back to the coach experience, so you, are, you are in the in the field for quite a while. Did have your style or 
the way you coach evolved over the years? And if yes, what's the difference? Yes, I can. I can really say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's the the way. I mean, the the how I coach, which changed, but also the like kind of who I am, which which is different, right? And I believe I became much more direct. So in terms of feedback and direct communication, I became much more direct. And also the type of questions probably is more to the core. I believe I made some progress. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in the planning of the next actions, I'm very clear. So sometimes I visualize on the flip chart and I put a big effort on that. And also on the goal setting, I, I put a lot of time to clarify the goals. So probably these four things changed a bit. So having having very clear goals, putting them in writing, having them on the flip chart for every session, but also for the overall process, then ask more questions to the core, be being more direct in terms of feedback and direct communication. So for example, yeah. raise something when I see your eyebrow uh, lift, then I could actually mention that or if you hesitate for example i could mention that or if i see there's a, a tension between what you said and what you do i could uh, mention that and, and ask you what what do you think about that and after the session for each session what are the next steps who could help you by when can you do that do you agree with that actually what are your ideas how can we move forward how can we make this really happen what what are the actions mm -hmm. so you are you are more uh, aware of what is happening in the field and uh, you are sharing the insights or the observation with the clients that's the direction yes yes mm. and can you share some probably success stories from from your clients something which touched you specifically or <laughs> really leave you in the oh <laughs> success stories i have one success stories but uh, i believe it's also uh, yeah, it's also due to some luck. I mean, to some because sometimes I have people who who look for a new job, and there's a mix between what is in my influence and between the, just the right timing to be there. And it's like in in sports, right? So you need to when the opportunity comes, you need to catch it. And uh, I had one client who came to me. He he was uh, unhappy in his job. He came back from from abroad to Switzerland and he was looking in a, in tourism for a job which was a really bad timing because just COVID started was a really bad timing <laughs> and we worked on different things I mean we it was a mix between coaching and counseling I have to say so there was also an interview training where we just did a role play I recorded it and we talked about it how to improve and I accompanied him during the uh, during the application process and uh, he had some specific questions so it went a bit into counseling and after only five sessions he already found a new job I mean I, I was quite uh, surprised because I thought we we will have at least six months in tourism in during COVID times <laughs> uh, and and I wouldn't say it's by I would say a big part is also that he was so positive. He had a really positive attitude and he was fully believing in it. And and he invested a lot of time and a lot of dedication to find the job. So that's that was a big part. Mm -hmm. 
And you mentioned in the beginning that ICF has a clear definition between um, uh, psychotherapy and coaching, mm. uh, and it does so for for counseling as well, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, for for consulting. So how how do you change your head? So how you approach the clients, like in this mm. example, where probably there is a need for a coaching, but mm. it's also a need for a certain guidance or more practical yeah. tips and not to mix two of those approaches. Yeah, usually I, I mention it when I change the hat. So for example, I say, okay, uh, that's my personal experience that I would like to share with you. Is it okay? Or now I go more into counseling modes from what I've seen in the field as an HR professional, I would recommend these, or, or I would say, it's, uh, so I make it explicit. <laughs> Uh, uh, but that's that's a very crucial point. I would say it's really important to make it transparent when I'm counseling or when I'm talking about my own experience versus when I'm in the coaching mode. Okay. So create a awareness and clarity when the shift from one role to the other. Yes. Happens. Yes. And always ask. I mean, in the end, the decision is with the client. It's never me who decides anything about uh, his or her life. Mm -hmm. So that's very important. Okay. And probably my last question would be, um, I mean, now everybody uh, have be, has been going or probably still going through this new way of living with pandemic. Mm -hmm. And how has it uh, impacted the coaching um, field and what probably has changed and what are the trends that are emerging that you observe now? I believe coaching has become virtual. I mean, has already been, but from a corporate side and also from a client side, people are much more open to do video conferences and also have a whole coaching process via video conference. I believe many clients were hesitant before that. I had one client, we, we actually met 95% through video. It worked perfectly well. And we don't need to commute from one place to the other, it's really we are there, and and uh, I have a, a good feeling about it. I think it works. Any other big trends coming up? Any other big trends coming up? I see, of course, the big coaching hubs. So coaches can coach from any place. You could have an Indian coach, you could have a, a coach in Germany or UK, America, wherever. And I believe uh, over time, maybe this has an impact on pricing and. Even more important that we provide the right quality because that's in the end the only way we can make a difference. Mm. Yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> online online coaching kind of open up new opportunities uh, in a way we coach, but also kind of geographically broaden the, the spectrum, right? Yes, and there are so many people who become a coach nowadays. And uh, th there are differences, so coach is not a protected label. And I really believe that the ICF credential is so important because of that. Mm. Absolutely. And um, for the last uh, probably conclusion, is anything I haven't asked, uh, but you think it's important to, to mention or you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I believe coaching is about passion for people. That's so important. 
So it's about passion for people and also respect for people because I'm not I'm not a manager or leader of these people who come to me. We co-create something and I love that. So we co-create together something and sometimes something appears which we never believed before that. We couldn't anticipate. So something new emerges. And that's like uh, dance in the moment, right? <laughs> yeah, I like the dancing uh, metaphor very well. Uh, yeah. So co-creating and emerging. I think these are yeah. two beautiful words <laughs> to end our podcast here. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Matthias. <laughs>